Hey y'all, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm your host, Ainsley B, and I can't wait to share with you some amazing guests on this season of the podcast. Our goal here is to help one another find, keep, and share our wild confidence in Christ. I'm so thankful you're joining us, and if you love the episode today, I'd be so grateful if you left a review or shared it with a friend. All right, all right, let's hop in. I can't wait to meet our guest today. Y'all, one of my sweet, sweet friends is here with us today. If you missed our last episode, go back and listen to Cassandra Spear. She is an author, sought-out Bible teacher, and vice president of Her True Worth, a global ministry created to encourage wounded and wandering women to find their identity and validation in Christ alone. She is amazing. She's funny. She is just truth-filled. Every time I talk to her, I just feel like she just lit a candle under my butt for the Lord. So. Without further ado, let's hang out with Cass. Cass, welcome back to Wild Confidence. How are you? I am thriving. Hello, sweet friend. Thriving. This is my favorite thing about the fact that you're on today is that we've been talking already for an hour on Marco Polo, which is God's gift to moms, I think. This is a free plug for Marco Polo because I'm obsessed with that app. (laughs) You should get a sponsorship. <laughs> I really should. Marco Polo, if you're out there, Marco. Hello. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> the fact that I like that we actually do that, I actually do that in my day-to-day life when I'm looking for Justin is probably strange. But now that I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> no, it's not. Because we do that at the grocery store too. Okay, good. I love it. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so excited to have you back on. You were a guest last season. And when I tell you people loved the episode, I was getting so many DMs like, this is amazing. This is amazing. And that episode, we were talking about affirmation addiction. And oh my gosh, that's so real. And I actually just went to a retreat where I was really faced with that, like how that played out in my life. And then I kind of hit a pendulum swing and now I'm on the opposite side and I'm like, I don't want to show my face on the internet ever again, (laughs) but you know, I'm going to have to find a happy medium. But this, um, the thing that I want to talk about today, which we can touch on that, um, if we happen to go there is the new devotional, there's beauty in your brokenness. 90 devotions to surrender, striving, live unburdened, and find your worth in Christ. I literally have it right here in front of me because I am I do it every morning. Like I read it every single morning. Aww. So I'm so excited. I love it. How was your, your process writing this devotional versus your full book of her I feel like the devotional, because it's short form, it Mm. was a lot of fun, but it was also at the tail end of promoting and launching book one. We were turning in the manuscript for this devotional a month later, as you know, because we were talking on Marco Polo. Yeah. it was wild. So like it it was, it's a whole different level of uh, raw and honest transparency. Um, it's, it's something that I'm very proud of. I feel like, like uh, the writing was just, it all just 
flowed and it was very short form, like I said, which at her true worth, our devotionals are what we're known for is bite-sized devotionals. And so it was just very on brand for us to transition into a devotional book. Oh, well, it's so good. I specifically posted yesterday about, um, yesterday and when we were recording this, about, I think it's like number five, which is about surviving the storms of life. And, oh my gosh, I literally was like shook. Because the thing that I, what happened is that I went to this retreat and I was like, I am, we're just rehashing our normal conversation, which is really funny to me, but it's okay. (laughs) We're just going to keep going. Um, I was like, okay, I am a new person. I am literally going to change everything. I I have to, I'm going to be a more patient mom, a better wife. I'm going to do all these (laughs) things. And then I had like one inconvenience and I was like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm back to being angry. <laughs> but then the so real that got me was when you ask God to help you grow, don't be surprised when it starts to rain. <laughs> what the heck inspired you to write this <laughs> specific devotional? Girl. So I'm pretty sure this. Oh my goodness. So you know how tangible this specific devotional is in my own personal life, even a year later, but it's just one of those things. I wrote this about the experience that we had with tornadoes. We got Mm -hmm. some natives here in Oklahoma (laughs) and um, I wrote this because I was really just The concept of growth is something that I've always been very enamored with. And just the idea that, you know, wildflowers can grow in places that they're not sown. And Mm -hmm. the, the thing about growth that I think a lot of us, you know, everyone loves the whole idea of self-help and uh, growth mindsets. And we love to see things when they're growing, but we don't actually acknowledge that growing comes with growing pains. And that it's wildly uncomfortable and it's hard and it's holy work, but it is definitely difficult. So yeah, I wrote that that line specifically because it it does feel discouraging when it's raining, but we rain is a good thing. When when yeah. the storms of life come, there's some storms come from the enemy to destroy us or to take us off the map. And some storms come to water what God is growing and and redirect our path. Yes, that is so good. And the thing that you were telling me on Marco Polo is how like there's, you know, it takes 21 days to make a habit, which I knew, but then I was reminded like, okay, what is the habit that I started that is going to create this change that I'm hoping will last forever. And you know what that habit was? Is repenting. Oof. And like, I know that I need to be doing that more often, (laughs) but like 21 days of repenting. So it just feels like a lot. (laughs) Sanctificationing. It (laughs) feels very human is what it feels like. Yeah. 
So what are some, I don't know, I'm trying to think of just habits or things that we can do to persevere in that sanctification process. So one thing that comes to mind is it's important to remember that perseverance comes from endurance Mm -hmm. and we endure because we are pretty much being is the word I'm looking for is uh, a catalyst, right? Like endurance, you're enduring something under pressure and you create, we develop, like you said, like you're repenting on a regular basis, you develop a, a catalyst, like you develop a callus, like not in a mm-hmm. negative way, but you start to have thicker skin. You start mm-hmm. to have a, a wider threshold. You start to have an increased capacity. You start to build endurance and resilience comes from enduring. And we endure because we're able to be given the capacity to do so with Christ. We can't, it is supernatural. It is very human to quit on day one. Like same, there, mm-hmm. there are things that I've had to change in my life personally that I've had to do one mo again. You know, like the <laughs> saying that like we start on Monday. I yeah. started on Monday a lot of Mondays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, exactly. Um, I think uh, I think a habit encourage anybody who feels like when it it's raining and you're trying to grow, you're trying to change, you're trying to persevere and endure is to be in the word daily. And to spend time with God. And that doesn't have to look like a quiet time with like a candle lit and you mm-hmm. have like <laughs> music going. Like sometimes it's listening to the audio Bible on your way to work or running errands or going for a walk. But allow yourself to set the time to be with God and don't break that date. Because that consistency being washed in the word daily will help you to renew your mind and it will renew your strength and it'll give you a wider threshold to endure. Yeah, that's so good. Because I'm thinking like in the endurance, I'm always looking for the end. I'm always looking for when I don't have to endure anymore. I'm always looking for whatever it looks like, you know, in that moment for me, it's probably, I'm always looking for when the house stays clean for 24 hours and I don't have to constantly (laughs) clean it. Or I'm thinking of one of my friends who endures until she gets, she feels like it's an endurance until she gets the text from the guy. And then she's like, Oh, I can breathe because I got the text, but then it's an endurance until the next text, you know, and you're just like Mm -hmm. holding on to these things until you can get that little respite. But I th- I'm feeling like that's the wrong focus. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we need to be looking for. So what do we, what are like the tangible things that we look for in the endurance? I think something that isn't talked about enough is that when we are in the storms, we, we're focusing on when will the rain stop and we're trying to run away from the storm Mm -hmm. or we're trying to hide from it. Something that I, I haven't talked about publicly, but I've been writing 
in a project that I haven't talked about yet uh, is the concept of the buffalo and how buffalo had I it's in I wish I could tell you guys about this but I'm anyways uh, <laughs> the, the buffalo they were evolved they evolved from they used to it was it was observed that buffalo would try to run away from storms they would see the weather pattern changing and they would try to run away from storms and then something changed and they evolved to where now buffalo have been observed like this is scientifically proven they actually run towards the bad weather before it comes to them they run towards it because they learned this is something we all can learn because so many of us want to avoid the hard is that in our attempt to avoid the hard we then find ourselves spending way more time we're delaying our own relief because Mm -hmm. we are running away we're trying to hide from it instead of charging towards it so the buffalo learned that if they run towards the storm the storm and them have less of a time duration so they will run out of the storm because they've run towards it and so we we can learn that like they they were willing to run into the hard and we can learn from that because they see that the discomfort is less if they would just stop trying to outrun it because what happens when you try to outrun the storm it it's over you yeah longer because there's no way you can outrun it right right you can't outrun the storms of life hard the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous the just and the unjust none of us are exempt from hardships in this life god actually promised us abundant life 10 10 but he also promised us hardships in this life that the world would hate us but that he has overcome the world mark 4 39 jesus stood up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea silence be still the wind ceased and there was great calm god can calm our storms even when we're in the midst of them we mm-hmm. have to stop running from them. Stop running away from the hard. You're not going to outrun it. You're going to stay in it longer because you're delaying your own healing. You're delaying your own hope because you're trying to hide from it. This is why you're the one of the greatest communicators of our generation. Because I'm like, uh, 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 what did we do? And you just turned the, like, you just made that make so much sense. <laughs> Like, I feel like I stumble around my words and then I hear you say things. I'm like, that's beautiful. (laughs) I will always, I will always think that you're one of the best communicators of our generation because you tell, you relay this truth in such a visual way. Like I can see these Buffalo changing their pattern or going one way. And I can put my plate like myself in that place. And I never would have thought I'd relate to a Buffalo a day in my life. (laughs) I literally want, I told my husband, my birthday's coming up. I literally told him, I want to find a print of a Buffalo. I want to hang it in my office or in my bedroom. Like, because it's so symbolic to me. It's so in, amazing that these animals learned from their mistakes of previous generations and let me go one step further here 
How often do the things that we struggle with, is it something that your grandma struggled with? Mm -hmm. Is it something that your mom and dad struggled with? Mm -hmm. It will continue to run in our families until it runs into us because we have to run towards the hard. We have to be willing to confront the things that generations before us won't. Yeah. In Jesus name. Yep. I saw something on, that's so funny that you say that because I saw something on Instagram yesterday that was literally saying something very similar and, and essentially said, if you don't want your kid to deal with it, you better deal with it. Oof. And you're like, oh, oh man, gee, all right, that's a lot, <laughs> but it's true. And then I also think of like even a broader stroke of us in the church or as leaders, like what can we do so that the next generation doesn't have to, what can we change so that the next generation feels um, differently than we do in a positive way. And I don't know, like there's, I mean, obviously that's like a big question, but it is one that I'm asking myself and will, you know, ask other people because it's so true. And I think that I'm, I've never been more thankful to, for awareness, I guess, like, yeah, because some previous generations didn't even have the awareness that they could stop it or that it Mm. could change. They weren't giving the, given the opportunity of knowledge of the internet where literally endless, you can just get endless amount of information. They were so um, limited with the lack of technology and access to information. Yeah. It'll never change. Yeah. So I'm just thankful to be in the position where we are in a position of power. We are in a position where we can change the direction. That's that's on, on us now. We're in that evolutionary period of the buffalo where, okay, we make the decision. Are we running towards the storm or are we following the patterns of those who came before us? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. That just, it's a lot of pressure, but it's also like an opportunity. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, we've talked about this in our private conversations that it does take 21 days to form a habit. I wonder, I would be interested to find out how long it takes to to uh, break a habit. Oh, to break a habit. That's a like question. if it takes 21 days to form it, I'm curious. I'll have to research that because I feel like breaking habits are harder than forming new habits personally. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I haven't done the research on it, but I feel like there's so many times that, like you said, like our, our generations before us or the people ahead of us that they never questioned it because it was what it was, you know, like, mm-hmm. Whereas with us, like we do have access to so much knowledge, we have access to so much information, but with that access comes responsibility of like, what do we do with it? You yes. know, yes. and it is hard because it's hard to know what, what is true mm-hmm. and what is right. And, and that's where it's so important that we know the Bible and that we understand his word. And that we know it for ourselves because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to tell us like this way and that. But if we don't know it for ourselves, we could be following the wrong things. Yep, absolutely. 
I couldn't agree more. And I think that that is what, you know, I hear so often, like, I just, it's confusing, it's laborsome, it's all of these things. And that's why I think that these resources that you're writing that um, I'm thinking of like Seamless by Angie Smith, like that one's such a good resource for understanding the word. But the way that, you know, this devotional is such a great place to start because it, well, A, you're writing. And like I said, one of the best communicators of our generation for sure. But like just the idea of finding beauty in your brokenness through the word gives me so much hope. And the way that y'all have written this devotional is it lays it out in such a digestible way, you know, like you're even just this one where we're kind of focusing on just this one specific devotional, but whenever you, um, you you go on to say in Mark 4, 35 through 39, we get a peek into Jesus's humanity. Just the way that you said that, you're like, wait, what do you mean? Like that, my next question after reading is that is like, wait, what do you mean? What, how do we get this peak? And then you just continue with just as he finished teaching the multitude from the shores of the sea of Galilee, Jesus and his disciples began to cross the sea by boat exhausted. Jesus fell asleep. So even just that snippet, I'm like, whoa, that makes Jesus more real to me. And it makes me want to go back into Mark four and be like, okay, now I want to read this whole chapter, even though I know the story, I know the story I've grown up in church, but whenever you say like, get a peek into Jesus humanity, I think that's something that is refreshing. It's always something I want to learn more about is his humanity because it'll make me feel more seen and more known by him because he knows like whenever we are enduring, when we are exhausted, guess what? He's felt that. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he too needs a nap. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think that, I think that we have gotten so um, self-sufficient and many of us like the, we lived through that hustle culture, which I'm so happy to see that we're pivoting as a society and people are starting to notice the detrimental effects of Mm -hmm. hustle culture. Um, I think that we can work hard without worshiping our work. And Mm. I think Jesus is really good example of that because he did, he was preaching till the multitude in Mark four. And then just after that, you see that he passed smooth out and somebody out there needs to know, like, that God, fully human, incarnate Jesus, had lived a perfect life, also had physical limitations. Mm-hmm. He was a miracle worker. He was the way maker. He is and was and will always be our Messiah. He needed a nappy nap because <laughs> he had a long day. He had a long day people in. Yeah. Like he worked hard. And so it's just, it's so helpful for us to remember that Jesus in, in Isaiah, it tells us that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. That he is empathetic to us, that he's compassionate. And in Matthew, it even says like, come, are you weary? Are you heavy Mm -hmm. laden? Are you burned out on religion? 
Come Mm -hmm. with me. Come to me. Find rest in me. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That's the message version. And I think that so often it is easy for us to forget that, yes, Jesus is God's son, but Jesus was just as human as us. He bled on Mm -hmm. that cross for us. He had limitations. He silenced the storm, but he also needed to rest. And and who are we to think that we don't have to rest if Jesus rests? You know, it's just, it's funny. It is funny. And it's like the one thing at this retreat that I heard from so, so clearly from the Lord is if you want to prevent this camp high, if you will, you know, always learned heard about like this camp high, then you need to pace yourself whenever you go home. And now I'm realizing like I haven't done that. <laughs> but that was the Listen. one he told me. That's the only thing that was like, you know, the the number one big takeaway was you need to yeah. pace yourself. Yeah. And then I think about how he did, and that's why he was interruptible. And that's why he was able to just see people in such a real way. And then that challenged me, okay, in the pacing, I'll be able to see people better and under, and feel his promptings because my soul will be quiet. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, how do how does one prevent the, okay, I'll pace myself after I do this? Mm. (laughs) Uh, I I think that it's important to remember that we're not promised tomorrow. Mm. That that every day that we have on this earth has purpose and that we're we're on borrowed time, you know? And so we don't know what tomorrow is gonna hold. We don't even know if we'll be there for tomorrow. And so saying that I'm going to change tomorrow, I'm going to be disciplined tomorrow, I'm going to prioritize tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes a lot of the time. And we don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. And so I would just encourage people who think that way, which myself included, because I have been, I'm going to seminary and I didn't. Yes, you are. But like, I'm I'm getting my master's in theology and biblical studies, and I was granted um, a once in a life opportunity. I was able to get an undergraduate exemption, so that's not something they just hand out, you know. <laughs> so, I've I've felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit in my own life of like, you need to prioritize, you need to make changes. What got you here won't take you there. Is what I felt like the Holy Spirit was mm. saying to me. It's like you have wow. to change. Wow. And, and, and I feel like if you're that person too, who knows that you need to make a change, who feels the Holy Spirit's prompting, whose soul is weary, that you would prioritize it today. Don't wait for tomorrow. Do it in the here and now, even if it's inconvenient, mm-hmm. because it's much better to be obedient to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, because our, our obedience and, and our willingness it's it's just a part of our self-sacrificing. Like we have to be willing to sacrifice our discomfort and say no when we when we mean no. 
Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more than that is from the evil one. Mm. And and I think that we we forget. We forget that scripture because we yes feels better, but we need yeah. to understand that we in order for us to prioritize the things that God has given us to do, we have to be able to say no to the things that are not assigned to us. Yeah. And we need to be able to live presently in the here and now. Don't delay it. Yeah. To delay it could be disobedient to God. So be careful with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, I need to do an inventory in life of what is assigned to me and what is not. What am I taking on? And what is, what really does the Lord have me doing? You Same. Know? Like, I feel very convicted by my own word. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you're so amazing. I love you so much. And I'll literally be Marco Poloing you like seconds after we finish this. But um, where can we get this book and where can we stay connected with you? <laughs> So there's Beauty in Your Brokenness, uh, 90 Devotions to Surrender, Striving, Live Unburdened, and Find Your Worth in Christ is available everywhere books are sold. <gasps> I um, saw it in my Barnes & Noble the other day. I meant, I took a picture and I meant to send it to you and I forgot. Anyway, I ah, saw it there. Yay. Live and in the flesh. Yes. Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Target, Walmart, um, all of the places that you can find books online, um, it's out there. Amazons, um, even small little indie bookstores have usually have access to it. So if they don't have it in stock in person, they can order it. So if you're the person who loves to buy local, um, ask your local bookstore or go to the library. I've heard of people who have like been getting it from their libraries as well. Like if you're not in a place where you need to buy it or you can't buy it right now, go rent it, like go loan it from, from your library or request it at your library. And, and you can stay connected with me at Cassandra L. Spear, S-P-E-E-R, not like Britney Spears, and <laughs> also at Her True Worth. My my co-author, Britney, and I are over at Her True Worth, Britney Mayer. You can find her online as well. She's my amazing, talented co-author, and she did all of the stunning artwork in our book. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You are the best. I love you so much. Thank you so, so much for spending time with us today and hanging out here on Wild Confidence. I hope that you feel encouraged and ready to tackle the day, feeling even more confident than you did before you started listening. I'd be so thankful if you left a review or shared this episode with a friend and I'll see you soon. Oh, don't forget, let's connect on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Ainsley B and I hope to meet you there.